0: I am Sarah
1: and I love baby goats. And I'm Katrina Joe and I love pizza. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And we're the feds. And you're you're listening listening to Fed Work.
0: work. Oh my God, fun. All right, guys. So we are (laughs) back. Thank you for tuning into season one. Um, Yes. This is Sarah, by the way.
1: And this is Katrina. And I'm so excited to kick off season two, or I guess what episode? Is this episode seven? Yes. Ooh, that's your favorite number. <gasps> it is. I just got it tattooed. Yay. Lucky number seven.
0: Um. So to commemorate.
1: Oh my god, there's a gift, y. you guys.
0: <laughs> I had to get Katrina something. You can open it. Is it like bumble in a box? <laughs> it's live bees.
1: Be careful. Oh my goodness. No, I can't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You guys, stop it! Why? I'm I'm literally gonna cry. I know it's it's perfect, isn't it? No, it's really not. You guys, she got me a book. Now you know I love books, but I actually hate this one, <laughs> and it's called Men with Cats. It's the one we talked about, intimate portraits from Seattle of feline friendships. <laughs> oh, and she signed it. Yeah, that which way means you can't I can't get get fucking throw it away. <laughs> I know you really well. Oh my God! Stop! Ill, This is really, really bad. bad. <laughs> this is
0: bad. Hey. Oh, this is bad. We have to remember bad. where we came from. Okay. That is always what season <gasps> one is. Oh. this is really bad. hmm Okay. Can
1: we just <laughs> for a second? It's on. It's. Yeah. I'm not even gonna be able to focus the rest of the episode. Well, then I'll just remove it, and we'll <gasps> we have it later. This we have no skin. I mean, yeah, no, no, no fur. I can't. Okay. That was Oh fun. my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, speaking of, can I like go back really quick and like share some information regarding the guys on Bumble? Yes,
0: please do, because this is great. we
1: have an update. <laughs> um so as you guys know, if you tuned into season one, um Bumble didn't quite work out for me, which is totally fine. Um, but your guys' top pick mm-hmm. who um never responded, right. What was that about? Correct me if I'm wrong. This is correct. Okay, never responded. Vanished. Vanished. Yeah. Okay. Well, he actually follows me and found me on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and slid in the DMs and has asked to take me out on a date. And so, are you gonna go? Probably not. I
0: think you should. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just be just because at the end of the day, two of your really close friends um, thought that he would be great, and I just think it's worth like dinner Mm. or like paintballing or something paintballing that's painful i I don't want it just thought maybe maybe but i just thought it was funny that that, you know it
1: just kind of like happened it worked out yeah kind of but i don't know probably not no but
0: we'll see that's a yes (laughs) (laughs) so what have you been up to since everyone's heard from you last um a lot of
1: work Mm -hmm. um i recently got promoted yeah. Yes, so I am now um, the key account manager for actually Moet Hennessy in Los Angeles before I was just doing Hennessy. Bubbles. Yes, yeah, so now um, Champagne as well. Yay. So I'm excited about that. And then I've been doing a lot of traveling.
0: Let's talk about that. Yes. We love to travel.
1: You've been traveling, too. I have.
0: We have a lot of stories.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, at the top of the year, I went to the Philippines. Um, I went back to Cebu City, which is where my mom is from. And I went with my family um, and stayed there for two weeks. And that was amazing. Um, just, like, see a bunch of family that I haven't seen in a while. I was able to, like, tour my mom's hometown, um, visit my late grandma and grandpa. How long has it been um, since you've been there? I haven't been back there since I was like fourteen. That's what I thought. So it's been like twenty, like 20 years, years almost. Yeah. So well, or maybe when I was twelve years. or thirteen. Yeah. Cool. Um almost twenty years. So um it's been a minute. And um I was actually able to teach a dance class out there. It looks so cool. Yeah. So I thought I was just going to teach a dance class in a regular dance studio or like an auditorium, a gym or whatever. No. Um, With the people that I'm on SIPA board with, Mm -hmm. reached out to some of their connects out there in the Philippines. And um, the Ayala Mall is um, one of their huge shopping centers out there. And they actually kind of closed down like a whole part of their entire first floor, set up this huge sign and stage and had me teach in the middle of the mall. Um, we had about like 80 kids come out. That's so cool. Um, and then there was people like on all the levels of the mall, like watching. The pictures are crazy. Yeah. And participating. And that was like just kind of surreal. My whole family came out, like even my family that lived like two hours away. Um, my mom obviously and my aunts and cousins and everything were there. So it was kind of just like a full circle moment to just like teach dance in the city my mom grew up in.
0: And, and I about was your namesake. named namesake.
1: Yeah, my mom named me after a Filipino dancer. So it was just kind of like this whole like full circle moment. Did and you cry? I did. I, I was like too. bawling yeah. after. Um yeah, and like the the response I got back from the kids were so great. Like they were actually really really talented. Those two
0: kids, remember the the two, the yes, two guys, the they two were guys, so, so good. good. And I was like
1: nervous at first that like my routine might have been too hard. Yeah, um, because there were some technical elements to it, but it was no, they picked it up super quick. They put That's their own so style cool. onto yeah. it, um, and it was it was really dope. So awesome. yeah, went to the Philippines, time of my life. Definitely like did a lot of resetting there. Um, what was your biggest takeaway,
0: like personally?
1: Just being present. Yeah. Um, I, for once, was able to kind of like detach from my phone, and especially because, like, in the province of like the islands in certain areas, there's no Wi Fi. There's, you know, like, I just was able to just be in the moment and just, and just like the people out there in some of the smaller cities have like don't have a lot and like some people out there are really living in shacks and like poverty poverty. Yeah. yeah. And going, you know, down the street every day to pick out their food and like, you know, harvest their food every single day. And they're so happy. Yeah. They're so happy. And they have like the least amount of things. They don't have, you know, a car. They don't have internet. Right.
0: They don't
1: have internet. You know what I mean? They have like, it's just like their way of living. And I come back here and I'm like, yo, we're so materialistic. And people always want like more more more, and we're so blessed to have just like the normal things well, what that we, we tell, do. what
0: we call normal, yeah,
1: yeah, our norm, yeah. like our norm, which is like you know our apartments, our houses, our cars, like street lights, like there's roads out there that have no lights or fresh roads food or yeah, exactly um so just i I definitely did come back with like a sense of a bigger sense of gratitude for just the way of the like, privilege. I live and. And just put a lot of things into perspective. That's so.
0: That's what traveling does. Or I think that's like the, the point, especially at our age, yeah. of those types of trips where you're kind of, just venturing. Mm-hmm. It's you need to come back with a personal takeaway. Yeah. You know, it's it. The photos are fun and the experiences are great, but there's more like deep rooted things that are happening to you during those trips. Yeah. No, for sure. And I could sense that when you came back too.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think, like, before, I was like, I want to get a new car, and I need to buy this, and I need, you know, it was always, like, you want more. Yeah. And then I came back, and I was like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Like, none of that matters. Like, we're so blessed to have what we have already that right. it just definitely put things in a different perspective. Um, yeah, so that was my first trip of the year. And then my second trip, which I recently just got back from, is um, I went to Cognac and Champagne with team at Hennessy. Champagne. Yes, and again, it's one of my favorite trips I've ever done in life. Um, all of us nationwide get together. It's it is a work trip, but it is a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. do a lot of bonding and whatnot. We also go through trainings and tours, um, and just to see the, like the Rich Hennessy like history is crazy. And then I've, I that was my first time actually going to Champagne and oh, seeing the house of yeah Got it. Moet, um, and that like. Just crazy. I actually want to go back to Champagne just to like hang actually, out and yeah. really see the city, um, and yeah, just that again. I mean, I feel like those type of trips are just eye openers to mm-hmm. just really realizing how blessed I am to do the job that I do and to work with such amazing people like nationwide. Right, um, and then just to be in these settings that like you know you can't buy tickets to you can't get invited like you literally have to know someone or like work for the company to be in these like houses or dinners um or whatnot so yeah it was great that's awesome and then after i stayed and i went to um london and amsterdam and paris with a few of my friends and that was fun yeah paris is my favorite of course of course my first time to amsterdam and that was an adventure was it now Yes, how was the, how I definitely was the red light district? Embrace
0: the culture. Oh, I will did say you that. Know? The red okay. light
1: district was great. It's my first time. Um
0: Did you ride yeah. bikes? I meant to ask you that. No,
1: it was freezing. Um, so you
0: didn't ride a bike because it's cold?
1: No, and because the Dutch um are very serious on their bikes. Oh and I know. the streets are very crowded. It's not like you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just gonna It's it's, it's like, like a car. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're like cars, seriously. Yeah. And we just didn't. A little nervous. Take, yeah, we didn't take that risk. Um, but we were there for two days. I didn't. I barely got to see London. I was there for like four hours.
0: Um, have you been to that London before? Or? No, that was my first oh, time. Oh, it was your first I time. I was to spend a
1: whole day there, but yeah. our flight was delayed three hours. Then we got held up at customs for
0: three hours. I was. Thought were you I was in a little be, jail there? Because yeah, I thought
1: I was gonna be taken away. That forever. jail is the
0: worst. I, hate I was terrible. Airport jail at, at Heathrow is literally hell. Yeah, it was. All it they was, have is sandwiches. No gluten free.
1: Oh my God, you're so LA. <laughs> um, yeah. And so by the time we got to our hotel, it was like 6 p.m. We took a nap mm-hmm. to like ate something, grab something to eat, and then got on our plane to
0: Amsterdam the next morning. Mm. So yeah, I only did 12, my trip, I only did 12 hours in London, but I it's also my, my eighth know, or ninth I was time to being my there. my Meghan
1: Markle moment.
0: Girl, you need <sighs> to find a different country. She already took the last one. <laughs> I was, I was gallivanting around Norway looking for the 22 year old prince because he's single supposedly. Hey.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I know. I know what you're talking about, girl.
1: Yeah. So those were my two trips of the year and I'm just very thankful that I was able to do that.
0: It was good timing too. Like it was Mm -hmm. top of the year, a good way to reset, restart, get yourself together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Cause mine was the end of the year.
1: Right. Okay. So so tell
0: us about your trip, your travels. So I had been feeling a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit lost, if I'm being honest. Um, You know, this, this world that this bubble of L.A. can get a little bit claustrophobic. And I was dreading waking up every day. I just couldn't deal anymore. And I was like, you know what? I'm going on a trip by myself. Which
1: is amazing so because I love traveling a lot. A lot of people don't travel by. Or they're themselves. scared, I and I don't
0: understand. I, yeah,
1: no, I can't.
0: Like I, so I, I went to seven countries in sixteen days. Amazing. Um, and I did. Um, and I had saved up for like a year for the trip, and I wasn't holding back. Like I did whatever I wanted. I ate whenever I want. Like I wanted to eat at Michelin restaurants. I wanted to do you know. And yeah. so I, I took myself on a good trip. You know, and I yeah. needed it. Um. Taking that many days off work because then I went straight from there home for Christmas, mm. so I was a month off work was crazy. I've, I mean, that's just unbelievable. Have you ever done that um, before? No. Okay. Um, and so that was that was really nice, and my team was really respectful of it. Like they weren't hitting me for anything. It was it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I I went I started in London with a layover. <laughs> Um and I went to Copenhagen which is just the same as Amsterdam with the bikes. <clears throat> and I was there for 2 days, 2 nice. nights. Road bikes everywhere. I'm obsessed. I, I swear the food and everything in Copenhagen is just to die for. I loved it. Um it was a great like start to the trip. And then Stockholm, which I would love to live there. Um I'm still looking for a, a duke. So <laughs> taking applications. I have good credentials. Um And I had friends there, actually. Um, Some people that I had, you know, been introduced to or whatever and then ended up knowing some people, too.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So it was fun because first I smashed my phone, which is always a good time in a country that doesn't have Apple stores. I don't think I knew this. Yep. So I was eight hours with no phone, which meant no map. Um, Just making and calling favors, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. They held my phone... You know, I did the whole, but I'm an American by myself, and I can't find anything without my phone. Right. So they gave me a phone somehow. They found one, and it all worked out. Um, So that was scary. Yeah, they so they have something called like an M store, which is equivalent to an Apple store. It's like a like a official retailer type thing. Okay. And um, yeah, they don't know how. Like I literally pulled every string I could think, and it worked. And, you know, it was scary to be in a foreign country with nothing, but I figured it out. Yeah. Um, There's this really cool part that's like a, everything's a little island sort of, and they have walking bridges, which after this trip, walking bridges are my favorite things because they're so cute. And so you went from my hotel, which I was like right in the middle of like King's Garden. Um, I went from there like across a walking bridge and you end up in an area that is 800 years old. It's where the king used to do all his like bloody massacres and like kill everyone. But it still exists. Yeah. It's it looks like a movie set. And I wanted to go around Christmas. I wanted to go to every Christmas village. Mm. So I did that in every country I went to, which was really cool. And, you know, you just kind of immerse yourself in the culture. I was eating the food. I was meeting people. I was grabbing drinks with people. Um, I, you know, went out to a concert at one of the churches that's the King's Church. Amazing. uh, Some of my friends own uh, Mr. French, which is like their big spot there. So we like had a whole night out. Like it was so much fun. I was learning the language and um, really immersing myself into everything there. And then from there, I went on to Finland. But I didn't go to like, you know, Helsinki, which is the very bottom. I decided to venture all the way north into the Arctic Circle because I might as well meet Santa Claus. <laughs> so that's what I did. And it was that was that was the most trying part to be alone for because I was in Scandinavia during a time when there's two and a half hours of sunlight. Mm. So there's like a total of six to eight hours of dusk. Um, so that's- like, Crazy. By, like, eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, it looked like it was 8 a.m., and then by 3 p.m., it looked like it was midnight. <clears throat> so there was a lot of, like, soul-searching, a lot of solo time. Yeah. Um, the food was awesome. I was staying in a cottage with a glass ceiling so I could, like, see the northern lights and all that stuff, which I never saw. But so it was cool. There were reindeer on site. Like, it was just—it was magical. It literally was frozen in real life. And then from there, I flew, and I was there for two, three days. And then I flew down to Rovaniemi, which is where Santa's from. Um, Like it's his actual post office. So I got to meet him, and he was lovely. Santa. He was lovely. It was so so cool to meet Santa. (laughs) And you know, I I was able to you know let him know about all my nieces and nephews, and so he sent them all cards or letters, and it was really special. It was it was just awesome. And I had a no mm -mm, no Dasher.
1: Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Vixen?
0: No, just oh. yeah. I had one. Okay. Yeah. And um, that was cool. I went on like a reindeer ride, which is cool. Um, we went through like a enchanted forest and I was staying in a little teeny cabin right on the river by myself. Were it you ever scared? Never. I'm also, the thing is, is I'm more scared living here than I am anywhere else. Like I never was scared of, I was never scared of pickpocketers. I was, I was. Even when I was in, well, i get to Paris, but it was, there's nothing to be scared about. It's the, These places I went had zero crime rate. Like, mm. they don't have crime. And if they do, it's because they're all wasted because all they do is drink, and it's domestic abuse. Got it. So it's, like, within the home. It's not exterior. I wasn't scared of people breaking in or anything like that. Um <clears throat> And I went on like a random hike through a place I wasn't supposed to go at all. And I ended up in some like really deep snow, enchanted forest thing in the sky. <clears throat> it was like at the top of a mountain. It was awesome. But I would have never done like half the stuff if I was with people because I would have been, yeah. you know, I did whatever I wanted to do. Right. Whenever I wanted to wake up. You were kind of all like I eat, pray, love. It was eat, pray, love. Yeah, 100%. True. And yeah. it was so cool because there were a lot of things I figured out, you know, from there I went to. Oslo, which was awesome. I stayed in the worst hotel, so I upgraded myself and stayed at the, one of the number one hotels in the world, which is just, you know, yeah, incredible. And um, it was called The Thief. It was awesome. And I found a palace that I was obsessed with and, like, walked around. And, the like, the, the things I did looking back were scary. Like, I was walking on, like, a mariner path yeah, where there were no boats, though. There were no people except one man in a fur coat walking, like, three feet next to me. And he just kept looking at me. And I was like, well, I'm fine. I'm just following wherever I want to go. Like, you don't do that kind of stuff. No, ever. But I felt very free and very, I was very comfortable. I wasn't worried. And so I, you know, my mom was freaking out when she'd see videos. And I'm like, Mom, I'm fine. So that was fun. I went from, where did I, where did I just say I was? I was Norway. I went from Norway to Paris. Paris was awesome. Um As always. I was there during the riots which was kind of scary. Yeah, there were riots when I went too. Um this was the I was there week 5 of those really serious ones at the Champs-Élysées. <clears throat> and I was staying by the Eiffel Tower so I was okay. Um but there were a riot there was a riot while I was there. So I like saw some of it. But like the, even the Eiffel Tower I was there when it was glistening at night met some Parisian men and they were trying to talk to me and I was like yeah. oh you're so cute but I'm going to dinner. You know, and I just had the best time, right. you know? Right, just, like,
1: wanted to be, yeah, yeah and yourself. I but I
0: wanted to be alone. I, I took the whole next day in Paris, I went the entire walkway that I felt like. I didn't follow anyone's rule. I did yeah. whatever I wanted. I walked for literally the entire day. Yeah. And I sent postcards from every place to everyone. It was, you know, yeah. I, I had a good time, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of solo time. I found out the reason that I like eating better over there is because I can't eavesdrop. I hear Everything. I have really good hearing. So if I'm sitting in a restaurant with you and we're talking, I also know that she just broke up with her boyfriend and that that guy over there actually has a side girl. And that person just ordered chicken. Like, I'm hearing everything. But the entire trip, I was only in one place that spoke English. But do you
1: think it's because you're, like, not tuned in to what's in front of you and then... Like in other countries, you were able to tune it out because you didn't understand.
0: Well, yeah. Like I, I, I knew humans were talking next to me, but I yeah. had no idea what the hell they so were, you were saying. It out. So yeah, I would just focus on the beautiful plates that just kept being presented and how good they tasted. And you know, yeah. I was I was much more immersed in like what I was doing and less occupied with everything else. And I realized that once I got off the train in London, and all of a sudden my ears were like boom, because all I heard was English. Yeah, and I was like, oh man. I want to live somewhere where I don't know anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really how I felt. Got it. Um, but it was it was one, and I reconnected with some friends that I have in London, and um, you know went out to some clubs and had a good time, and then flew home and hung out with family for a week. So I love it. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. But the the trip in general, you know, it, it like I said for you, it reset you. It it did for me too, and I I feel like I'm an entirely different person than I was before. Yeah. Um, I was like I said, I was kind of lost. I was a little bit, I was depressed. I was in a bad space. And I feel like now I, I kind of realize that there's there's better out there. So if I'm upset, like I'm not stuck here. Yeah. If I don't like something, I'm not stuck here. I can go wherever I want mm-hmm. and and be OK. And yeah. I think that that's reassuring. Um. And it's not that serious, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just not. Yeah. And so it was nice to to kind of get that clarity, Um. you know, And and other than just like the overall thing, I was able to realize, you know, kind of like what you said, there's there's different cultures. There's different things going on in the world, you Ooh. know. There's there's major issues happening in all these other countries, and you know you don't see like the news here, and what you see on the news here is very different than what you see on the news in Europe. Yeah. And you know I didn't even get to watch TV in English. I didn't right. hear English unless I was speaking to my parents. So it was very interesting to kind of see the world through photos and only photos, yeah. and not have any type video. of yeah, yeah videos and not have any type of bias about like what this what's scrolling below it. And what someone decided they felt like saying to tie with that photo. It was yeah. very interesting. Um, I fell in love with cartoons over there. They're so cute. <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to say a man. I wish
0: I fell in love with a man over there. There were some cute guys, but, you know. I was you hoping know. you, like,
1: came back, like, married or something. So
0: was I to a duke. But <laughs> not yet. Um, I, you know, my royal time is coming. Absolutely. I feel that way. And I will have a royal goat <laughs> next to me oh, on my throne. Goodness. Um, no, Speaking but it was- of
1: goat, can we just give them a little update on on goats in your life?
0: Oh, that's my favorite kind of update. Yeah. I went to goat yoga.
1: Let, let's repeat that one more time for that.
0: I went to goat yoga. They climb all over you she and and yoga. they get fed treats the whole time. So they were taken very well care, very, very well taken care of yeah
1: didn't you say that one of the goats like peed on someone
0: oh my god so there was a bride there for her bachelor party and you, like you have to be aware like they might go to the bathroom they're they're animals
1: absolutely not but
0: i was clear they tr- they they trusted that i was important enough not to get pooped on <laughs> like i was not the girl like they knew i was like their caller they came to You're me right yeah like they understood we, we spoke to, you know it, it was fine however the bride now let's be honest They tell you that if like a bird poops on your head, that it's like a good luck, right? So to me, if I'm the bachelorette,
1: a bird, oh, a bird, right? I'm getting to my point. It's just going to
0: take me a second. So to me, I'm like, all right. So the bride is like with her bachelorette party, and she gets peed on by a goat. Like that's pretty much the greatest blessing because of 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 your wedding, not blessing of your life. Like I don't (laughs) want to get peed on. I'm not into R. Kelly, but like. The, the, um, I can't. the, the <laughs> I'm going to snore. I'm holding it in. Um, the, the bride, like these goats, the reason goat yoga is like a thing is because they're very like spiritual creatures. They're very like in tune and Zen and all of that. So I was like, well, he's blessing. Yeah. So he's blessing. So he's blessing their marriage by peeing on her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was honestly just going to ask, like, why? Why is this a thing? Like, why is goat? Why does goat yoga exist? Do they help your flexibility?
0: Do they no. help you zen out, zen out, like, and unwind? They're very calming. Are they? Yes, that's like what they're known for. Mm-hmm.
1: Even when they make noises and, and they poop don't and pee, they don't
0: make noises. They weren't in there like. Bah! They weren't yeah, doing that were unless what? we did it to them. They were what? Bah! That's a goat, <laughs> and that's not really a really goat. That's more of a sheep goat. I okay. should go, but, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it actually is a really cool experience. And the thing is you don't really work out. I mean, really I'm in there. That would be like putting me in somewhere with like Eminem, like I'm not going to be able to focus on yoga <laughs> while Eminem's performing. You know what I mean? It's similar.
1: Okay. So then why, <clears throat> why are they incorporating yoga? Why don't they just have like people, a meet and greet with the ghosts? Listen, goats?
0: some people aren't like me. Some people can still focus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I was just still doing, like, okay, downward dog, got you, okay, whatever. Right. But, like, if the goats were on their way, I was getting into position so that they could jump on my back, for sure.
1: Not really worried about, like, your core or, no, like, No, because y, at the Z. end of the day,
0: okay. I'm there for the goats. Right. Interesting, you guys.
1: I can't wait for you to come because I have one I'm class I'm never
0: left. coming. Okay. What well, do you know? <laughs> never going. Then I won't eat a mango.
1: Oh gosh, this is—we're getting a little off subject here, but this is fine because I would just like to announce that Sarah has never had a mango, a kiwi, a dragon I have, fruit. Okay, a I papaya. have had. Hold on,
0: I have had yes. a—I have had a bite of a kiwi. I don't like the texture, just like I don't like gummy okay, bears. Fine. We'll take
1: kiwi off the list. But she's never had a papaya, dragon fruit, mango. Those are the only. I'm ones. sure there's other things we haven't even talked about, but let's just clarify that we live in Los Angeles, where there is mangoes on every corner of every street.
0: I just have never been like, oh, look at that mango. Let me have it.
1: It's delicious. It's it very, everywhere. It
0: could be. And I told you, I'm down to try it. I, you just haven't brought one anywhere. The dried ones, but we haven't been together it's again. It's up to me
1: if, if mangoes are a part of but your life. You
0: said that you wanted me to be there when I'm I tried it for the first time. To, oh, yes. I had no worries. I mean, I enjoy the food I eat.
1: But let's expand the palate. That's
0: no? What I mean when I travel, sure. But like if I'm going to the grocery store, I really want strawberries. So I'm going to buy strawberries.
1: But you might really want mangoes and I also,
0: after you eat them. This is going to sound really stupid, but I honestly don't know what a mango looks like on the outside. So I wouldn't true. know. She
1: thought it looked like an apple.
0: I don't know. So how would I even know how to cut it and eat it? Like an apple you eat, like a, a grape, you, you don't bite in. into a mango. See, I wouldn't have known that, and I would be sitting at home crying because my teeth are stuck in a mango.
1: No, your teeth wouldn't get stuck. You would just be biting into so the it's not hard. you're not supposed to eat. So
0: it's not hard. I mean, there's a seed in the middle, but it's not... But the skin is not hard. No. So it's not like an avocado, how it peels off. You can peel you You can peel it off. You just cut it and you
1: scoop out the inside. So you scoop
0: it. See? These are things I don't know if I'm not with someone who eats mangoes. My mom doesn't eat mangoes. In Southern California and you've never had a mango. Okay, let let me let me say something in my in my defense. Okay. I called my mom about this. Yes. But how long? My mom hasn't had mangoes. Hold on. So what I'm trying to say is How often do you walk around the grocery store and you're like, look at that exotic looking fruit that I've never tried a day in my life. Let me eat it and try to figure it out. I don't I don't think
1: of a fruit that I've never had.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is when I go grocery shopping, I don't know what I don't know. So I get the stuff I know. Right. But how long have you lived in L.A.? Twelve years. And no one has ever cared so much about me not eating a mango but you. So I'm down to Twelve have one. years.
1: Twelve I'm down years. to have a
0: mango. I just don't really know Twelve. how, I just how to do everyone. it.
1: Can we just have a moment of silence for the 12 years of zero mangoes in Los <laughs> Angeles? <laughs>
0: like For Sarah Grace. 12 years. It, it, to me, it's not that so weird. So you've never
1: seen, like, the fruit stands, and they, like, make the fruit, and they cut the mango, and sometimes they'll put, like, the spices on it and stuff?
0: I mean, or my like, boss gets that, and, like, I've got it for, you know, or I, like the I've farmers been with them, market. but I don't, I don't like the spice, so I don't eat it, because I don't like spice. Right. Yeah, and if I don't know what something is, I won't try it. Like, okay. it, you know. Well, I mean, something well, new that I've incorporated into my diet is fennel. I like fennel. Good. Okay, good. Look at nice. me.
1: Well, yeah, I just had to share that random fact with you guys.
0: Yeah, but let's be real. When I was just traveling, I ate reindeer. Have you? I had. I don't want to a reindeer. Oh,
1: you don't. Why not? Because they're Santa's helpers. Oh,
0: but you know what they are. Also, they're also the deer of the Scandinavia. That's great. So people, but eat them. I would
1: like to just concert like keep them happy and flying and and delivering. Presents every okay. year,
0: and I ate I ate all of the natural fruit that they have up there because they Great. go out and they pick them, and then that's what you eat because it's farm. Everything's farmer outside to table. Great. So I tried all of that. That's
1: amazing. I, yeah, I traveling. tried.
0: That's what I'm saying. So like they put in my plate. Sure, that's on the menu. I'll have it. Yep, prepare it but for a, me. But I'll a, eat it. But a
1: common fruit in Southern California that you live for 12 years. You you have not tried or picked no
0: up. one's cut it up and put it in front of me. Okay, got it. So if no someone problem. does, bring me a mango. I tried pineapple when I moved out here
1: pineapple you've tried pineapple for the first time 12 years ago
0: i mean i don't i mean mom i'm sorry if you gave it to me before but i don't remember ever having it before that okay Mm -mm. all right but i ate artichokes yeah you know okay so (laughs) same thing all right
1: well we talked about goats (laughs) and fruits and yes we'll tie it back to travel yes well i mean that food goes back to travel yeah
0: so when I'm tra- I'm much more um, adventurous when I'm actually traveling, I, like Got what it. I'll try, what I'll eat, all that kind of stuff. And when you're home, you're more so like in a routine. Yeah, like whatever I'm used to, I'll just meal prep. Got it. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Got it. I'm still just taking. You're that so in. judgy. I, I'm
1: not. I'm not. Judging. <laughs> I'm the mango. I'm, I'm just. It's not even about being judgmental. I'm just. I think I really am. Just in shock.
0: I know. I've I've experienced this for like a week or two of
1: you being yeah. shocked that I've not been. mango. I, I think I'm in disbelief. That's all.
0: The candle you got, I mean, the mango smell is great. I enjoy that. See,
1: the thing is, when I came back from the Philippines, because mango is the fruit of the Philippines along with dragon fruit. It's not. I Googled it. Yes, it dragon is. There's fruit dragon is fruit plantations everywhere there. Yeah, but it's not their fruit. It's not. Uh, yes. Mango it's is from, their fruit. But right. I'm saying dragon fruit is also a very popular fruit of the Philippines is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So when I came back from the Philippines, some of the presents that I bought her and our friend Stacy were a mango ca- uh, candle, mm-hmm. as well as mango soap. And I didn't know that she never had mango prior to that.
0: No, you got me dried mango.
1: Oh, and dried mango. Yes. Sorry. So did you eat the dried mango?
0: You told me not to eat the mango until <laughs> I was didn't with eat you. You mango. <laughs> it's sitting in so my pantry. So I never knew
1: before I gave her the mango presents from the Philippines that she never had mango. So Stacy is. Like, texting in the group chat, like, oh, my God, this is delicious. The best mango I ever had. And you're over there. I'm like, how do I? I'm like, what do I? I I, What does it taste like?
0: And they blew up on me. Like, I'm a freak. Crazy. We got to take a poll. How many of you have never had a mango?
1: We've done a poll, and it was, like, 1%. Okay,
0: you did that on your social media. No, you did
1: it on yours. Oh. I didn't do it on mine because, girl, I can't. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But, yes. So, well, I'm glad that when you're traveling, you're getting out of your comfort zone. Yes. I can work on that in Los Angeles as well And I'm glad that we were both able to travel. Me
0: too. Do you have anything coming up? Any travel coming up? I meant to ask you that.
1: Well, for my birthday, I am going to Selma because on my bucket list, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is walk the Selma Bridge. So that is what I'm doing for my birthday.
0: Who are you going with? My mom. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, we're going to Alabama. Nice. Don't get me started on the state of Alabama right now. I know. I was going to say, hmm. Yes, we are going to Alabama. Um, other than I that, that, I think just like local trips, nothing yep. nothing big nice. other than,
0: yeah, that's what I wanted to do for my birthday. So, yeah. What about you? Um, well, my birthday is Wednesday. Oh, oh. So, um, I'm doing Cabo. I haven't been in 10 years. So, Amazing. going back. Yeah, I'm excited. And then um, I have a bachelorette party in Tulum, um, which I'm super excited about Tulum and then potentially Greece and a little bit of Europe in July because once you get the itch, you kind of got to keep going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm thinking that, and I need to get to Stockholm again.
1: Nice. So So from your trips, if you could, what are like three takeaways that you brought back with you from your recent travels?
0: I think being present in whatever you're doing, being self-aware. Mm-hmm. and also honoring yourself what you want to do what makes you happy how you're feeling saying yes saying no yeah. you know um i think that those are my biggest personal takeaways what are yours
1: um i think mine are pretty similar um being present as well um i think um reevaluating your priorities are always good to do um before and after trips um and then just a different a sense of gratitude is what I really came back with
0: yeah
1: um yeah and, and that's why I think that traveling is so important because again you get to embrace other cultures you get to see different ways of living um and you also learn so much about yourself because I know we yeah. have really talked about how we feel so different than oh yeah when we filmed and recorded season
0: one it was almost like watching different people back
1: yeah, when I yeah. listen to the episodes, I'm like, wait, like this
0: is—it's yeah. kind of
1: surreal. Um, and it's—it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of that growth has sparked from our travels, I think and so too. then just the relationships we've either built before, or after, like I our agree. trip. So I think that's pretty awesome.
0: And to take, you know, off of what you just said, <clears throat> like in Scandinavia, homelessness doesn't really exist. There's not very much of it. Um, and it was almost less. It was less depressing walking the streets there. Not only are you seeing, you know, incredible monuments and and, you know, all, all new things, really, but there's not um there's not this crazy divide that we have in l a, especially when I work downtown. Yeah, it's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um when I came back and was kind of like thrown right back into that, you you really realize that there's, you know, there's got to be a solution. There's got to be something that can be done yeah. because there's, you know, people shouldn't be experiencing such a negative lifestyle every day. You know, they shouldn't have to. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's made me kind of evaluate that and, you know, how, how we can help or what, what can be done or are we too far gone, unfortunately, for some of that. And I think that that's, you know, that's just been something else that's been heavy on my brain. That's so coming that's back. good
1: that your your travels have sparked, like, some type of motivation to get yeah. more, like, community involved yeah. and, and help, like, people of the less fortunate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
1: I think that also helped, like, for me, too, yeah. seeing, you know, people in the Philippines living a here in way, like, you really come back and you're like, I want to donate. I want to do something or, you know, yeah. get involved. So, yeah, I agree. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yay.
1: Well, I'm glad we were able to kind of recap and, I and let everyone know kind of where we are in life right
0: now. I know. It's it's an exciting time because there's, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on personally for each of us. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on, you know, in our friend circles and things like that. Yeah. I and think there's like a whole new energy. There really is. Yeah. There's like a shift that happened yeah. and it's, um it feels powerful. It feels like there's something really dope that's yeah. on, that's on the horizon and it it kind of um like lights a fire under your ass to, yeah. to get going. For sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
1: Well, I can't wait to uh, get back.
0: Back in the swing of things. Episode, We have some
1: exciting things to share with you guys for this season. So we're going to do things a little differently. Mm -hmm. Um, We just kind of want to be more organic and true to ourselves and just kind of touch on different topics that really resonate with the both of us. So we're excited to share with you guys.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we understand, you know, I I think that, the last season was very structured and that, you know, you kind of had to watch all, listen to all of them to know what was going on. In, and in order to. Yeah. yeah. And um, we want to, you know, make it so that if, if there's a week you can't catch on, like jump on next week and, you know, you don't you don't feel lost. Um, obviously, we'd love for you to listen to all of them. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. having having the ability to kind of jump around or, or if a topic, you know, makes more sense to you or, or resonates more with you. And you want to, you know, check that one out and share and post and review and all that good stuff. Yes. Um, you know, we just kind of. Wanted to change it up a little bit. Yeah. So that's, that's the I game plan. And I would just like
1: to reiterate that anything that we do talk about on this show is 100% authentic. <laughs> that we are not fabricating for views or likes no. or any of that. That all of the stories really do Our come own from embarrassment. Pers- yeah, they really do come from personal experiences. And we really do um, value sharing these things with you guys. And actually, it's been kind of like a There'll battle. Be. It's, it's been like... Do we share it? Do we not? It's it's been a challenge for us to kind of open up to you guys regarding um, just a lot of our personal things. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Until next time,
1: guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.